Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. It happens every night Every night I ain't never met a riverboat dealer That could ever be a friend of mine I have not Summer heat never treats me kind It leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell Putting in my notice And I'll see you at another time This highway Does not know my name And I don't care Nope Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there. Low budget live. The not so live version right here from the LBL Bar and Grill. And the first one of 2022. Happy New Year to each and every one of you low lifers out there. This is the podcast for January the 3rd. Man, I keep getting grayer and them years keep going off the calendar. 2021 was a good one and a crazy one at times and a bad one at times. I think that's every year though, right? I think we all go, you go through different things in life. And uh, I think especially as you get older, things get get a little hairier, <laughs> a little crazier. No, I'm not just talking about like ear hair and nose hair. I'm talking about like little little tricky situations sometimes you find yourself in or or loved ones lost or friends lost, things like that. But as you get older, it seems like those phone calls occur a little bit more. Y'all comment if you feel me on that for sure. But new year, new you kind of kind of business. If you made any resolutions, as cliche as this is, let me let me hear them. I've got some. Uh, for sure. You know, last year I was trying to do that fat ass challenge. I was trying to uh, drop some LBs and I did, I did, but I set a goal for myself, uh, 500 miles on my legs, 500 miles on my legs, hiking, running, walking, whatever the case was, man, I came up short, had that little stint with COVID in the spring and, uh, a doctor told me not to exercise, which is what I've been waiting on my whole life, <laughs> honestly. But, uh, slowed me down for a couple months and I, Ended up with 360 miles. Now, that being said, I was a dude 
that had done nothing for a very long time physically, exercise-wise, other than playing in the yard with the kids every now and then, playing some b-ball, that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, yeah, 360 miles, which for me, I'll take it. I'm super disappointed with myself, though, because I set that goal. Goals are, are very, very good. So this year, again, I'll be trying for that 500 miles. Over my shoulder, you can't see it here in the bar and grill. The triple threat and I, Marissa D, we got a Peloton. We purchased a Peloton for Christmas. That was a joint Christmas gift for our uh, our fitness. And uh, going to turn the bar and grill into a little bit of a home gym situation. So got that bad boy sitting right over here. Haven't climbed upon it yet, but uh, definitely will be doing that. So that's a goal just to get healthier. I think that's everybody, you know, at the first of every year, I think that's kind of the deal. But I really, I really am... Uh, that's something I'm striving for. One of a good friend of mine that plays music with me, Josh Winters, J Dubs on the drums. He, uh, that dude, has gone through a transformation in life physically. That's Im- impressive, and and he's a busy, you know, busy dude, father of two. So no excuses, no excuses in 2022 health wise for me. I also, uh, you know, I want to do some some traveling this year with my with my family. Uh, to different places, I think, you know, whether that's a hunting trip, a fishing trip, just seeing different things. Life's too short to, uh, I don't know, we all get in kind of the routine. We go to the same places on on family trips or vacations, whatnot. And uh, I want to do some some things like that, like it, let them experience things while they're, while they're growing up and before they get too grown. And, and uh, we've got, you know, Harper um, and Charlie, the triple threats oldest. They are, uh, you know, Harper's graduating college. Charlie's graduating high school this year and fixing to go to college. So lots of changes going on in our house in 2022. So I want to try to hang on to some of that, you know, you parents out there can feel me on that. And then for me, uh, you know, I want to push to do more live podcasts this year. Again, I had so much fun on the live that we did with Brad Knight the, the other night and I want to try to do that, you know, once a once a month, twice a month, and and maybe not make them the regular LBLs, you know, make it, you know, don't make that replace the Monday show, the not so live, but maybe maybe crank them out on a Thursday. I don't know. We'll see on that. And then last but not least for me is music. I want to uh, got a fire in me, man, for for my songwriting again, and I'm writing a ton, and I want to record another either EP, which is like a six-song deal, or another album like I did in 2013. But I won't. Uh, in 2013, I didn't have my band on it. I had some other players and, and friends of mine play on it. But I want my band, and I want to go into a studio and record some of the new songs. So that is very, very much a goal slash resolution of mine. So that that's that's kind of what I'm looking at right there. Y'all let me know if uh, – what y'all are thinking out there. I, I like seeing where people are at, you know. Uh, but that's, I want to I wanna do that this year. That's a goal of mine is to write, finish writing. I've got several new songs, but finish writing something just for a project. I want to challenge myself like that creatively. And, uh, you know, keep, keep pushing. I enjoy that. It's like a brain game for me writing songs. So I, I really enjoy that. And uh, there are lots of you out there that enjoy the music. And it's, it's very, uh, that's an honor for me. So, Here's to uh, here's to 2020. I don't have a drink, but here's to 2022 right there with some StarTron. Going to get these sponsors in here real quick. Today we are uh, 
Brought to you by StarTron, kicking ethanol in the teeth, going into our, this will be our fifth year with StarTron. And the fine folks down there, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, kicking ethanol in the teeth, bringing you low budget live. Drop this in your weed eater, in your chainsaw, in your bass boat to protect that outboard engine, in your vehicle, ethanol will gum up the works. You want to take care of it. If you're going to store that boat through the winter, you want to make sure you're putting this in the tank. If you left any fuel in there whatsoever, Little dab will do you. This bottle treats 256 gallons. Kick ethanol in the teeth with Star Tron. We appreciate the folks from Star Tron. Hang the banner. Express Boats, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Cannot wait to get my new one, but I still got that OG, the first one uh, down there, that X21. And man, this week we're going to be doing some fishing in it. Get me and me and little Trace Wendell got that Alabama bass trail. We're going to split up the uh, practice duties. We're going to practice a couple of days, but we're going to split it up. He's going to go one way. I'm going to go the other in the express. And uh, we we are going to fish out of his uh, his boat though. In those events, uh, we are fortunate enough to. And I'm going to look this up real quick because I want to get the exact name of the company. I, I know the company, but I want to make sure I got it. North Alabama Mortgage gonna going to support Team Swindle slash Duncan in the ABTs. And that's, that's little Trey's title sponsor. He talked about it, Brian and crew at North Alabama Mortgage. They also uh, do mortgages in Tennessee and in Florida. But, but look those folks up if you're refining, if you're, you know, um, buying a house, Great company, and uh, we appreciate them supporting us, and I appreciate them. They, they support several anglers in the opens and uh, mainly Little Trey, and uh, very cool to have non-endemic companies sponsoring that. But we're going to fish out of Trey's boat in those three events, but I'm going to practice in the Express, so I'm looking forward to uh, getting down there. The boys and I took the X-21. We went to Lake Jordan and did a little pre-fishing, and I'd never been on Lake Jordan. We drove three and a half hours. Drove down there, fished all day till dark, and then drove three and a half hours home. And I'm too old for that crap. <laughs> but uh, it was good to be back on the water in the old Express. Caught some big old spotted bass and looking forward to that event. Hopefully, uh, Trey and I can compete with the likes of Scott Canterbury and Jordan Lee and Gerald Swindle and Justin Atkins and a lot of amazing, amazing Alabama anglers and anglers from all over the country but abt 100 january 8th looking forward to that one express boats official boat of low budget live in the traveling circus building excitement since 1966 all right i want to make a quick announcement about a new sponsor a new sponsor that uh i mentioned this on the live this is something that i'm very excited about this is something i've been striving for i've been thinking about for a while, and I I think that, and I've seen I've seen people uh, have these situations, these sponsor setups where they have the ability to kind of be a free agent, right? And and what I mean by that is promote several things, whether that's a certain kind of crankbait or just whatever they're feeling like, right? Like uh, hard bait, you know, no hard bait sponsor, no spinner bait sponsor, but they work with a tackle retailer and you can kind of direct people that way. And I am very excited to announce that I will be working with Baitworks 
out of Missouri. They also own a boat dealership called Boatworks. They're an express dealer. I actually met um, the family there from Boatworks down at an express event, and they reached out to me afterwards, and and I am very proud to partner with those guys. There will be a code for all you low-lifers, and, and I'll be doing several videos on, on uh, you know, tackle you can get from those guys. But uh, website is is fantastic. They are adding things daily. Free shipping on most things over $50. And they get it to you quick. They're right there in the middle of the country in Springfield, Missouri. So Bait Works. We're proud to have them on board. And a lot of cool things to come with those guys. We're we're cooking up some things. So really uh, appreciate those folks reaching out. I'm always blown away and honored when people reach out to me, kind of cold call and say, hey, man, we want to work with you. And uh, it's something that much appreciated. So not tied down to one company. And and what happens in those situations, I know you know this, but when you're only, and this is proficient, right? When you're only representing one company, and I'm going to pull the curtain back, and I hope that people realize this, but when you just constantly talk about one brand, especially when it comes to lures, most of the time you're getting bullcrapped. You know, there are there are diamonds in the rough with most companies. And there are companies, you know, you take a Strike King, they got a lot of stuff that's, you know, that catches fish. But uh, so it's not as hard to promote a company like that if you're with them. I'm sure from the plastics to the crankbaits, spinnerbaits, you know, they got a, the Thunder Cricket bladed jig. But as these companies grow, they get into a lot, you know, a lot of product categories and, uh, and, and it makes it tricky. So um, especially if everything they make is kind of like, you know, there's, there's some good, but then there's like, eh, mm, but you got to promote it. So with this, I get to just tell you what I want to tell you. <laughs> and if I'm throwing a damn Stan Sloan spinnerbait, I'm going to tell you I'm throwing a Stan Sloan spinnerbait. If I'm throwing a Rappel of DT8, I'm going to tell you I'm throwing a Rappel of DT8. If I'm throwing a Strike King 1.5 square bill, you're going to see that. Every video, every tournament, whatever, that's the deal. That's the deal. So I'm really excited about that because, you know, prior commitments, that you, you owe that to the companies that you work with to promote their stuff, but... If, if you get a big box of it and some of it you're like, meh, and you never get a bite on it, but you still make a video with it, and there's a lot of that that goes on with a lot of companies, not just ones I've worked with, it's, uh, it sucks. It sucks to be put in that situation. So th- there are guys uh, out there that, that are, are smart by being free agents, you know, uh, for what these sponsorships ultimately offer you money-wise. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it. So uh, with these these companies, so I'm very very proud to be working with Baitworks. Back with Trocar Eagle Claw once again. Can't wait. Um, I don't even know how many years. Let's see. It's like my eighth year working with those guys. And and that's one company I can say on the hooks that I do use. Ninety percent of the hooks I use, I'll say ninety, because there are a few exceptions a treble hook here or there or a, a you know, a, a different application like belly weighted swim bait hook or something that I use from other companies. I'll tell you that too, though, straight up. Y'all know that. But uh, Trocar is definitely one of those companies, Eagle Call, Laser Sharp, that I've been with for a very long time. And I do use the products and love the products. So proud to be with them again. Uh, Express Yamaha, lots of things going on. So this is kind of the housekeeping show. But... 
But right now, we're going to text our guest. I got to rambling. Got to rambling. Y'all know that. But I appreciate each and every one of you that uh, support the sponsors that that I work with. Oh, Costa. Costa's back this year. Very appreciative. Very uh, proud to work with a company that's that's that deeply tied to conservation. It also makes really good glasses. You see a lot of... uh, Check these out. This was not a plant or a plug. These are the new Antilles. Just got those in. Those are swag. Um, Really dig those glasses. But... uh, Proud to be with them again. There's a lot of talk about glasses out there always. Everybody's got damn sunglasses. Oh, we got glass lenses. Oh, we got this, we got that. Just, look. There's no company in the fishing industry that supports the industry more than Costa. And not just tournaments, like conservation efforts. It's it's insane. So that's where you want to be. That's where you want to be. Warranty that absolutely can't be, you know, touched. So now I did uh, like 10 minutes of sponsor stuff. <laughs> but I, I'm passionate about it, man. I like people that take chances on me. I really, really do. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think Pro Guide Batteries will be back on this year as well. Um, I haven't finalized everything there, but love those guys. Love the, love the product. So definitely going to be doing that again. Garmin back again. I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm very excited. Uh, I'll tell you something else I'm excited about. This young man that we're going to talk to. And I say young man because he's young. He's young now. And he is uh, hes somebody that made a lot of waves in 2021. He's going to make a lot more of them, I think, before he, before he uh, exits the fishing world in a very long, long time. But we're going to get him on the phone right now. He's a West Coast killer. One of the new phenoms to come out of the West Coast, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Andrew Loberg. Andrew! Mr. Luke Duncan, how's it going, sir? How are you, brother? Welcome to LBL. Yeah, thanks for having me on. The, the, uh, the first, yeah. the new, happy new year edition, the first one, the January 3rd podcast. We're kicking it off with you, young man. Yes, sir. Hopefully I don't let you die. <laughs> <laughs> so, so big, big year. In 2021, but yep. you are uh, you're making the move, man. You're you're taking a big big leap, uh, headed to the pro circuit. And and for those of y'all, b- before we dive in here with Andrew, that don't know Andrew, if you don't keep up with all the goings on in bass fishing, maybe you only keep up with the Elite Series, BPT, MPFL, whatever. Andrew won not one Toyota Series this year, but two back to back. And how old are you, Andrew? 28. 28 years old. So this young man has yeah. got it going on and going to the pro circuit. What are you thinking, man? Are you excited? Man, I'm uh, I'm stoked. It, it honestly hasn't, like, fully hit me yet. I mean, <laughs> it, it has, like, as far as, like, you know, moving back east and uh, traveling and packing. But, you know, I've just been so busy with work, you know, tying up some loose ends because I'm, you know, I'm leaving my job. And, uh, you know, I'm still kind of going through the same motions, getting up, you know, going to the gym going to work and doing everything, uh, you know, back at home with packing. But I feel like come Saturday when I when I load the truck up to completion and hit the road, it's going to be like, all right, well, here we go. Here it comes, right? It's... Yeah, exactly. So what job are you leaving? Uh, I, work in the, I work in the agriculture industry. Okay. Uh, I work in ag, ag consulting. Um, I study crop science. 
uh, in school, and I've had uh, when I graduated, I got this job in San Fernando, uh, California, and uh, it's a private ag consulting company, just doing all sorts of stuff. Okay. Uh, for like private growers and things. So. And so that was uh, flexible enough to go, you know, pursue qualifying for the pro circuit and things like that. They worked with you on that. Yeah, yeah. My boss is super, super cool. He uh, he allowed me to fish those uh, the the Toyotas and the Costa series the last four or five years. Uh, give me some flexibility, which is awesome because it's it's rare nowadays to find to find work and you know try to fish. Um, you know, in, in the ag industry, it's like you're kind of tied down no matter what. I mean, there's always stuff going on and it's always weather dependent. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was fortunate to get, you know, those three tournaments and the championship off work to go fish. Uh, so, you know, I'm glad, it, glad I was lucky enough to uh, land with that job. And, and now I'm uh, moving on to the next journey. That That's amazing to me because I get so many questions and I know you do too from, from guys, you know, younger than you high school and college, but, mm-hmm. and I, and I talk about this a lot on here cause I feel like it's very important to folks listening, if they, you know, mm-hmm. if they have the dream of being a professional angler, it's it's yep. not all rainbows and butterflies, and you don't get all these big sponsors automatically, and you do have to take risk. And man, my hat's off to you, leaving a mm-hmm. job and and chasing it because that's a big jump. Very yeah, no, jump. it's 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 a really big jump. You know, my the, the job that I've had the last five years, super stable, and you know, work is just never never ending uh, type of deal. Uh, but you know what? When it all comes down to it, you know, with a lot of younger anglers, they just want to go out and go catch the bass and fish all these tournaments, which that's exactly what I want to do when I was in high school, college, uh, which is good. But, uh, you know, getting a college degree and, and getting some work experience under your belt because you just never know what might happen, you know, in the bass fishing industry as far as just, you know, how you compete. Absolutely. And work out and, you know, I, I kind of set myself up a little bit. You know, I got five years work experience under my belt and, a degree to fall back on in case it doesn't work out, but hopefully I'll be able to catch some fish and, and stay in it for the long run. That That's amazing. So you said you're moving back east. So are you actually going to, going to settle out this way or you, you've got somewhere you're going to post up during the season and then go back out West. What's the plan there? Well, it's kind of, yeah, I'm kind of uh, just kind of rolling on a limb. I've, I've got a few buddies. Uh, one of my really good buddies I went to high school with, uh, he moved to Texas not too long, a couple of years ago. So that'll kind of be my home base. I'll kind of live with him and his wife, and uh, I'll kind of just bounce around. I got the uh, the GMC kind of set up, you know, to sleep out of in case okay. I need to crash, and uh, just kind of bounce around. I have some family uh, up in Michigan that I can go visit, and then my, you know, the, one of my buddies that I'm traveling with, Phil Dutra, he, uh, him and his family moved to Alabama. Okay. Uh, so you know, I'll have a couple areas to stay at, but like I said, I got the, I got the GMC. In case I need sleep. That that's amazing, man. I, I yeah. love it. Like that is, uh, I say it over and over and over, week after week on the show. It is you have to be obsessed with it, man. If you're not, yeah, you're never going to make it. And you are. You you are. You you seem like you got your head on your shoulders. You're very uh, obviously you're confident in your abilities, dude. Winning a Toyota series, just yeah. winning one in your entire life is a very difficult task. Yeah, Winning yeah. two is a even harder task. Winning two back-to-back in the same year, mind-blowing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, out of, there are only three, folks. There are only three yeah. in one division. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it was a really unbelievable deal. I mean, that Delta tournament, just everything, the stars are so aligned. You hear it over and over again, like, oh, when it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And literally everything came 
became uh, it just worked out perfectly. You know, I didn't have any boat issues. Or, you know, fish were all good. Everything was fine. And uh, you know, at the last of the tournament, I had that decent bag and one, and I was super jacked up and, and fired up to you know win my first one. And uh, you know, I wanted to have it, and I just didn't really have the the highest expectations. Obviously, you want to go in and win, and and I had that kind of momentum, like just thinking in my head, I'm like, well, I'm already kind of guaranteed championship, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just gonna go in, you know, fish, try to you know get some media coverage, um, you know, have a good showing to kind of close out the year. And, and everything just fell back into place again. <laughs> That's so it's so incredible, man. I am yeah. uh, I was that was to me one of the top bass fishing stories of the year uh, in the pro fishing world, just back to back and on two very diverse fisheries. I mean totally you're not yeah, a one trick pony <laughs> if you can yeah, win on no, a tidal fishery from, and have a suit. Yeah. yeah, you go from grass tidal uh, shallow fishery to you know, most times in the springtime it has like 25 30 feet down i mean it's crazy how clear that place is yeah um but yeah it's it was pretty cool very cool man and and so looking forward to the pro circuit have you been to any of those bodies of water on that schedule this year i've only been to uh pickwick and gunnersville okay before. i haven't been to uh i haven't fished anywhere in texas haven't been to florida and that's going to be interesting and haven't been up north so it'll it'll be a surprise. It'll be it'll be fun. I'm I'm just excited to get but, out there. But you have fish Pickwick and Gunnersville, and those two are they're back to back on the schedule, right? Yep, exactly. Very yeah. very cool. That's two two of my home areas there, man. I I am uh, of all years, uh, which has been a couple years since I've been on the pro circuit. But uh, when that schedule rolled out, I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll be it's honest. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's a great cool. schedule. It is a great yeah, schedule. It's an awesome looking schedule. I'm fired up to do it. And I'm actually going to fish the Central Toyotas, too, just to kind of keep my line wet and try to, you know, make that championship. Okay, so you're going to climb in those as well. Yeah, so I'm kind of, you know, Central. uh, They got Gunnersville and then Dale Hollow, Chickamauga, so it'll be kind of in that same region as well. Right on. Okay. Yeah, I I haven't paid a lot of attention to those Toyota schedules. I need to uh, talk to Mark McQuaw the other day, and I'd like to – jump in a couple of those if if schedule permits but uh totally so gunnersville dale hollow and chick that'll be a fun a fun schedule for you um yeah if, if you had to pick are you you know as you look at this because i remember man i fish as a co-angler i qualify and i get the call that hey you want to you want to step up do you want to do this next year and and man and I and I went for it based on a lot of things. Uh, had sponsor help. I it, I like the schedule. The championship was going to be on my home lake, which I, I ended up uh, missing it there on Wheeler. But I remember those nerves. <laughs> I remember yeah. those nerves before before the first one. We went to Okeechobee, and I was just man, I couldn't sleep. I was just so geeked up. Are you having that right now? Is that is that starting to sink in or like? Yeah, no, it for sure is. <laughs> it, it for sure is. I mean, like, you know, you try to go to sleep just you know, on any given weekday of the last, like, month. You know, you think about Braeburn. You think about all these big lakes you haven't really been to, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, real. Like, it's not even, like, you know, you get, you could, I'll probably get a little starstruck seeing all these guys out here, you know, seeing people I'd never really fish against. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, just you know, fishing and trying to break down these lakes, you're like, gosh, well, hopefully I'm ready. Let's go do it. <laughs> you got to, you got to keep the starch struck to the boat ramp. 
<laughs> That's what yeah, I, that was exactly. always my goal. Is like if Larry Nixon pulls up on the same stretch as me, you just gotta just ignore it. <laughs> but it's intense because <laughs> it's Larry freaking Nixon. I pulled into an area my first morning at Okeechobee, and there he was. And I was like, "Damn yeah. it! Are you kidding me?" Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta tell yourself you're not the camera boat. You're a fisherman. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Quit watching. Just focus on on your flips there. Yeah, I I, I called my dad. Our, my second event that year, we were at Hartwell, and they were on the bed, and a lot of people missed it because it had been very cold, and then it warmed up really quick, and they just flooded the banks. And I had been in that region of the country before and seen that happen, even when the mm-hmm. water was pretty cold, and. I had been over there and pre-fished and they were deep and I checked like foot five of just these places I found with these deep spots and largemouth on that were gone. First morning of practice, I was like, uh-oh, you know, something, yeah, some, exactly. something's not right. So I, and luckily I'd been in pre-fished, so I knew that, went to the bank, there they are, cruising, starting to get set up, whatever, and a lot of guys missed it, but it was so funny. I was going in and out of these pockets, going in and out, going in and out, and for me, growing up, Clark Winlet, and still is, just one of my heroes, yeah, but Clark totally. was like this sight-fishing freaking guru on the FLW Tour, and a lot of what I know I learned by watching Clark and FLWs on ESPN back in the day. And so yep. I'm, I'm going in and out, and I'm finding them, marking them, marking them, marking them, marking them. My dad calls, and he's like, how's it going? I'm like, oh, man, I'm finding them on the bed everywhere. I'm not seeing a lot of boats. He's like, well, that sounds really good. We're just <laughs> talking, whatever. And then like an hour later, I'm coming out of this pocket and Clark Winlet's coming in. <laughs> I called my pop back and I said, yeah. Hey pop, um, you know, I told you I wasn't really seeing anybody. He's like, yeah. I was like, well, Clark Winlet just found him. He goes, Oh, you're screwed and hung up. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was like my first, like, welcome to the show, big guy. <laughs> yep, exactly. And uh, I've exactly. told Clark that story several times. Of course, Clark's super humble and he just kind of shrugs and laughs at me. Yeah. But, but it was for me, it was such a huge, I was like, Oh my God, this is yeah. not good. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like, as soon as you think you found something, somebody else uh, that, guys, <laughs> yeah, and, and that's something that you'll hear me say a lot, too, is if you're by yourself in an FLW or elite, whatever the case is, you're either blowing it out by 20 pounds or you're in last place. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's pretty much how it goes these days. There are not a lot yeah. of secrets, and people find the, the goods most of the time. No, exactly. With all these new mapping technologies yes. and all these electronics and stuff, it's, uh, it's crazy. I mean, I got all these graphs on my boat, I'm like, I just want to rip things off and just go fish it's crazy that 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 was going to be my next question so as a 28 year old and growing up in that world and as these electronics progress do you like that you know that's where we're headed or are you more of a man just let me go grind on the bank and and try to figure something out kind of guys what's your style I, I really I like the technology side of it because just because it's so fascinating to see you know everything under the water the mapping um, and just the innovation of fishing in general it's I eat it up uh, you know I try to study as much as I can and I get on the water and break everything down which is great but you know when you really get back to it the, the, one of the main reasons why bass fishermen absolutely eat up just going out not even just bass just fishermen and just the outdoorsmen in general it's like you know, you just get out there and, and soak up the outdoors, and 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 really, <clears throat> in the bass fishing industry, you're you're tricking a live specimen into an artificial bait. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like what that's what we live for, right? And and that's kind of the journey when you uh, when you kind of mitigate that the process of doing it, you know, and just looking at topography outside and the geography of the lake, 
and, and seeing, you know, the, the weather systems and all these different types of things and putting those pieces together. And then you mitigate with, oh, weather apps, uh, side scan, forward-facing sonar, all these maps. It's like it kind of, you know, messes it up a little bit. But the tournament side of it, the competition, I'm like, okay, I need everything. <laughs> you really do yeah. anymore, man. You gotta have yeah. you gotta have the full deck if you're you gotta, gonna. Yeah. It's. You gotta have it. I mean, we we see exceptions to that rule, right? I mean, we we totally. do, but they're to me they're getting uh, fewer and farther between. Uh, yep. But you know, you've got to just be this total package where yeah, you can go skip docks, but you also better be good with that with the live scope or forward facing. You better be able to finesse fish. You better be you know. I said uh, on live, we did a live last week, and somebody said, what's the most, you know, underrated or, you know, check-getting technique that people don't talk about? And for me, it is. It's finesse fishing in general, whether that's, you know, a Nico rig or whatever. I think folks like to think that bass fishing is meat and potatoes where you're always got 25-pound fluoro and a three-quarter-ounce yep. jig or something. But at that level that you're at, and whether not that's the, the open, yeah, it's not the case. In multi-day events, it's just not the case. Now, you can win your Saturday whatever, go for broke, you're getting five bites. But when you're trying to make a living and, and points matter to get to the championships and angler of the year and requalifications, or in your case, like qualifying this year, you've got to be consistent. And that spinning rod comes out way more than folks realize. Totally, totally. And I think, too, like, with technology and all these different types of baits and stuff coming out, you know, the it, you could see it kind of uh, evolving with fishing as well. Like I remember listening to Justin Atkins a while back saying, like, I know you guys have the, the whole ledge from May mm-hmm. to July ledge issue on the TVA system. No, it's terrible. It's like, yeah, exactly. And you can kind of tell, like, well, that's all happening. All this technology is great and people are catching them. But then again, you see a lot of guys going back to the bank and they're actually doing better. Yep. You know, so it's yep. – with, you know, same with the, the Alabama thing. It's crazy, and now it's kind of slowing down. So I think the technology, it's fine. You know, it's good. Um, but then again, I think it, it also changes in, in the fishing uh, with bass itself, I think. Yeah, I wonder. I, I always think this, especially I've got some buddies. We, we all, my favorite line is, how are we going to out-finesse finesse, right? Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where we're headed because you do see that with, with live scope and with the electronics that we have, you can watch these fish. We're very fortunate that we get to see how they react to our presentations now and the amount of times that they just completely ignore us. Mm-hmm. It's, it's astounding. And yeah. even when you're throwing a freaking Ned rig or something on four pound line, I mean, six pound, whatever, I, I, I throw things like that a lot, even, even on these schools in the summer. And dude, it's amazing. It's amazing, totally. and I'm like, how are and, – and we see these Japanese finesse techniques that used to we kind of shrug our shoulders at, but, I mean, these guys are throwing three-pound line, and uh, you know, at oh, places yeah. like Biwa, yeah. and I'm like, is that where we're headed? Because I don't know that it's not. Yeah, no, exactly. And it could kind of go back in the reverse to where, you know, just like, you're, you know, trying to go out deer hunting or whatever, where roll up to a spot uh, in your boat, back off a couple hundred yards, put the phone right out down super slow, all electronics off. Yeah, you, know, you got to be stealthy on these fish. Yeah, kind of what it's turned into. No, no doubt or about it. Getting, getting back to the basics, really. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think maybe finding the fish with all the electronics, but then, then like you're saying, just uh, turn it off. I had a friend of mine fish that uh, Bass Pro Shops U.S. Open, and he was telling me he fished with a friend of his and his boat, and 
this guy 1,000% believed that on day two of the term, they were fishing shallow smallmouth, and they were, they were really way up there in the standings after day one, and he fully believed that the electronics, his buddy had, you know, live and like three other graphs, and he fully believed that the electronics ruined their bite on the second day. He's like, I can't prove it, but he's like, man, I just, he said he was running the trolling motor day one, and he turned them all off. Well, his buddy was like, hey, we got, I'm, I'm running it today. Like, they kind of argued. And yeah, his buddy totally. left it all alone. He said they, they didn't catch crap. And he's like, man, I just really, it was like 10 feet of water or less was a pattern. And he said, man, I'm just telling you, that was just, had to be it. And he's fully convinced yeah. of that. And I don't, totally. I don't doubt it at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, you see these new graphs and like, for example, like forward facing sonar, each, each one, each new one that comes out. Oh, I, you know, the first one's like, you can see 30 feet out. Great. <laughs> now you can see a hundred feet out. Well, there's a, there's kind of a, you know, there's a, a part to it to where for you to see a hundred feet out, that sonar has to be pinging pretty hard. Yes. Yeah. Atkins and I say that, you know, the fish on Pickwick, they've, uh, they've all got like tumors. Yeah. <laughs> from, exactly. from they get pinged so many times. Like, damn, yeah. they got lumps on their heads down yeah. there. I'm telling you, they, it, when you pull off of a ledge spot on Pickwick, Five more yeah. boats pull in before you can even get uh, on that. It, it's wild, yeah, man. It's, it's pretty soon, pretty soon, guys, and all these top tournaments are going to be asking the tournament director, "Hey, can I fish from the bank?" Because all these boats, yeah, are <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can I just parallel this riprap and just stand here and yeah, catch exactly. some, man? Yeah, or can I fish out of a kayak way back up in this creek where they can't get yeah. like go further than John Cox? We'll see a, the first elite series angler in a kayak. Uh, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> taking a Hobie way back somewhere. Yeah, it's, that's interesting, man. I, I think that's uh, that's definitely something I think we all as anglers need to keep in mind, though, because we're headed we're headed to some interesting uh, territory. And I, for one, I'm a live scope junkie. Like I, mm-hmm. I and I'm a meat and potatoes dude too. Like I, I love totally. nothing more than paralleling a bank with a square bill and throwing a spinnerbait. Well, I mean, that's how I grew up. And so I, yep. I love that. But, man, it, the, the live scope deal in the last few years have just really got my attention. Um, sometimes I think it hurts us more than it helps us <laughs> in oh, certain totally. situations, you know. But yeah. uh, it's definitely yeah. changing our fisheries, though. It uh, yeah. definitely is. I think so. I had a fully uh, so I, I noticed that uh, you are, and I find this this very interesting with a lot of top anglers. You are you're an outdoorsman all the way around, man. You're always into something. Just keeping up with mm-hmm. you on social media, whether it's fishing, but you you also have a passion for hunting, and yep. that those two go hand in hand, do they not? Oh, totally. Yeah, I live uh, you know hunting for waterfowl. That's that's one of my ideas. that's your deal. I, and I honestly haven't been doing it as long as a lot of guys. I, I probably got into it uh, six or seven years ago when I was at school. A bunch of my buddies, uh, diehard duck hunters, like, you know, I went to Chico State up north in, in California, and you're in the middle of, you know, rice fields with Pacific flyaways right in your backyard. Wow. And uh, they're like, dude, come out. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. It's whatever. So I went out with my buddies. The first time I went out, I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> pretty relatable to bass fishing. It really is. It really yeah, is. It really is. And, yeah. and the same goes for deer. I've said this, like the Andy Morgans, the Gerald Swindles, yep. Wesley Straders. These guys kill big bucks. Uh, Brad Knight, they all, they're super dialed with whatever's going on. And, and I've mm-hmm. heard people say, well, man, those guys, they spend their off-seasons hunting. They don't fish as much. Well, the two do go hand-in-hand hand so much as far as 
pattern, you know, you're patterning the deer. You, it, it's a cat and mouse game, just like bass fishing. I really oh, do 100%. believe that. Totally. Yeah, uh, you're, you're still, I mean, with weather and just knowing your natural instincts, it's, it's huge. I mean, it, they just go, and hunting more than fishing. I mean, that's just where it's, where it, you know, it is. It's hunting, you're really using your natural instincts more than fishing, I believe, sometimes. No doubt um, about it. And then you, you know, and it's also a little break, too, from fishing. I don't fish as much as all those guys do, but you know, hopefully I will. You know, when you're on the water a couple of days out of the year, it's like, hey, maybe I want to take a break. Yeah, I totally, I totally get it. Andy Morgan only bass fishes. This is what makes him terrifying to me is he's won all the money that he's won and he only does it so he can pay for his hunting addiction. Yeah. <laughs> because exactly. once the season's over, my man puts down the rod and does not pick it back up. And then he just kicks teeth in when he picks it back up. Yep, it's terrifying. Exactly. And then in the opposite of that, which Jacob Wheeler hunts a lot as well, but Wheeler fishes like nonstop. Oh, he's on the water all the time. Yeah, he never stops. Yeah. But it, and it makes him terrifying, and I think Andy maybe picks the rod up a little bit more these days because he he hangs with Wheeler a little bit, and he's like, okay, these guys are kind of pushing it a little bit. I've got to, yeah, I've got to get back into it. But uh, very interesting. Well, I think you're going to get plenty of days on the water this year, sleeping in yeah. the truck, roaming the country. Yep. You're going to get to see a lot of uh, a lot of bodies of water. And dude, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on. I think that it's. Uh, the the fishing world's going to know your name. If they don't already, they're going to know it by the end of this season. I really believe that. It's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on. I know we've we've tried to make this happen a couple times, and I thought, what a better, you know, no better guest to have than than you going into this new year, this new journey for you to kick off LBL for 2022, man. And I really appreciate it very much. Yeah, man, I, I, I really appreciate it. My, uh, my dad and I are really big fans of your show. Appreciate uh, that. I mean, I, I think I've listened to every single one of them. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm – stoked to get back out and uh and hit the road and, and get on the water you know it's uh it's gonna be a really fun journey and i can't wait to get out there and learn and, and just meet everybody too it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a blast well it definitely is man i want to wish you the best of luck and i want to say too if you are uh, when you get around pickwick you get around gunnersville and and you need a place to crash saying it right here i say this all the time it's it's recorded so it's it's there's no going back <laughs> You've always got a place that. to stay, man, at the LBL Bar and that, Grill. That's awesome. I really appreciate hey, it. You're, you're very uh, very welcome, man, and uh, I hope to uh, shake your hand this year. Ladies and that's gentlemen, awesome. Mr. Andrew Loberg. For sure. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. It. Happy New Year. Yep, Happy New Year. Have a good one. You too. All right, there he is. Man, there is such a strong difference. Uh, I talked to so many guys, man. You can just tell. You can just tell with some, and uh, a young man right there is—he—he's going places. Very intelligent, very well spoken, fantastic angler, and uh, super proud that he kicked off the year with us. As always, I'm proud that each and every one of you showed up, listened, support LBL. I appreciate each and every one of you more than you'll ever know. I'm thankful I get to do this, and we're going—you know—here we go, another year. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Make sure that you hug your mama every chance you get. We sure miss Miss Teresa around here through the holidays, especially. It's uh, always tough during those times. And so, uh, you know, just make sure if your mama's around, make sure you give her a hug. Let her know that you love her every single day. Going to take you all out with some Biloxi Blues, and we're going to get you some new music eventually, I promise. And I will see you all after me and little Trey 
go on a spotty bass adventure and hopefully win 25 grand. Come on, fingers crossed. See Spanish boss and Civil War ghosts. Well, I'm going to leave them in the past. Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine. It don't matter east or west. North, south, wherever the wind blows, I'm leaving those burdens in rest. This highway, it does not know my name, and I don't care, no, I don't care. Heading my way for another place, and I got three good tires and a spare. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there.